The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. This is Marcus Aurelius Meditations, book four, um, and it's paragraph three, but paragraph three is actually quite long and uh, also really rich. So I decided to break it up into uh, maybe, um, I think I'll break it up into the remaining days of this week. So into four four sections, uh, we'll take it one at a time. Um, okay, so the first paragraph within paragraph three is, men look for retreats for themselves, the country, the seashore, the hills, and you yourself too are peculiarly accustomed to feel the same want. Yet all this is very unlike a philosopher, when you may at any hour you please retreat into yourself. For nowhere does a man retreat into more quiet or more privacy than into his own mind, especially one who has within such things that he has only to look into and become at once in perfect ease. And by ease, I mean nothing else but good behavior. Continually, therefore, grant yourself this retreat and repair yourself. But let them be brief and fundamental truths, which will suffice at once by their presence to wash away all sorrow and to send you back without repugnance to the life to which you return. Um, so a uh, couple thoughts here. First one is a uh, first thing I associated to was uh, in Seneca's second letter to Lucilius. Uh, he also says the primary indication to my thinking of a well-ordered mind is a man's ability to remain in one place and linger in his own company. Uh, and then he goes on to, to uh, you know, from there to a, you know, uh, a discourse about about what type of thinking should occupy your mind uh, when you retreat there. Um, that would be for a different time, I guess. Um, second thing I was thinking of is it's funny because, like, you know, a lot of people, I wouldn't say that retreating into your own mind is going to be a particularly pleasant or or tranquility-inducing venture, you know. Um, it kind of, uh, you know, yeah, it's a sign of a well-ordered mind, but I think it also requires... Or let's put it this way: the more well ordered your mind is, then the more this will help you, um, and the more tranquility you'll find when you do this. But I think you need contents in your mind, like he himself says: like you need, you need uh, what does he say here? Brief and fundamental truths, um, which are in your mind, which you're returning to, um, in order to achieve this kind of tranquility. Now, the third thing that I was thinking of, and this I think is the most significant for our purposes here, uh, you know, in our journey to um, to read the Stoics through the eyes of Torah and to compare and contrast. So, you know, we also have this idea uh, of of retreating into the world of learning, but retreating into the world of learning is not, I think, the same as. I think it overlaps, where it's not the same, like it's a Venn diagram. It, 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 it's not the same as the Stoic retreat into the, into their own mind. And I think one of the key differences is with Stoics, the truth that you're retreating into um, really all in some way have to do with you. I mean, it's, you know, it, it, like he says here that, um, you know, these things will suffice by the presence to wash away all sorrow and to send you back without repugnance to the life to which you return. And he goes on to, to talk about the types of things that you're going to be thinking about. Um, and... You know, some of them are abstract, some of them have to do with the nature of the universe, but really it all is going to come down to thinking about how you live your life. Whereas in Torah, you know, clearly we do have the practical dimension of of, of Torah and uh, and of ideas, um, but we also have Torah Lishma. We also have in, involvement in learning for its own sake, which is a, in its highest level, is really one which is not focused on the self. You know, when all your energy is drawn towards 
the pursuit of uh, of chachma, towards the pursuit of wisdom in the universe and in in Hashem's Torah. You know, um, and I think I I don't really feel qualified to expound on the differences, but. I'm pretty sure those are there's going to be two different types of of tranquility there, you know, and um, I, I in other words I can't see I don't see how any like retreat into the world of ideas that is still like focused on the self I don't see how that is going to provide an absolute type of tranquility whereas um, I can see a person, my, just based on my understanding of uh, Torah Lishma and Avas Hashem, then I think that 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 actually can provide a a complete direction of the energies outward uh, towards the uh, involvement in Chachma. So I just think it is. I, I'm not saying that 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 um, Aurelius's advice is bad. Um, I, I think it actually is good advice, um, and he's going to go on to elaborate on it uh, in in the next couple of paragraphs. But like, I do think that 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 you know the type of of when you hear David Amalf and Tehillim talk about about the way that he uh, that he you know takes solace in the words of Torah and in contemplating God's uh, you know chukim, or when you hear the Rav talk about you know how he uh, you know how at the times in his life when he was beset by troubles and worries and 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 weariness that he was able to be rejuvenated by turning to Torah, I think those are two different experiences.